Hi everyone, my name is Andrew Davis. I'm the uh, content director for Hypermotion Dubai. I'm delighted that you're joining us today to um, hear our latest in our series of interviews that we're organizing the build up to the Hypermotion Dubai show that's taking place here in Dubai in uh, November. Delighted to have the CEO and founder of the um, the Dirk business, Mr. George, Dr. George's um, Audi, to um, tell us a bit about Dirk and also discuss the future of mobility and uh, autonomous vehicles in particular. Be before we get into the questions, Thank um, you. cheers, George. Thanks for joining us this this afternoon. Um, just before we uh, start the actual um, interview, I just wanted to very briefly give some details about the show for those of you that are not familiar with Hypermotion Dubai. Um, it's a three-day event dedicated to the future of mobility, logistics, and transport. It's um, going to be hosted in Dubai um, during World Expo, which, for those of you who don't know, officially starts in Dubai on the uh, 1st of October. So the show is happening um, in the second month of Expo. Um, Hypermotion Dubai is very much around uh, showcasing the top brands and operators, um, technology providers, and startups and industry heavy hitters in the mobility, logistics, and transport sector. We've got a real uh, A-list lineup of uh, speakers and participants that are um, getting involved. And if you've not already done so, I urge you to have a look at the, uh, the Hypermotion Dubai website to get an idea of who you can expect to meet and see over the course of those three days. Um, this is the first edition of the event that's taking place in the Middle East. Um, Messer Frankfurt as a business has run the event very successfully in Europe for the past um, three or four years, and we're delighted to now be hosting the event in the Middle East. Um, and very uh, briefly, the event is a, um, it's not like a typical trade exhibition. It's, um, it's got a heavy content element to it. We've got um, two or three world-class conferences that are supporting the event. And uh, Dr. George is actually one of the speakers at the event. So, um, the issues that we're going to talk about in this brief interview are very much the type of content that you can expect to hear at um, Hypermotion. So that's the event. Um, I urge you, if, as I say, if you've not looked into the event previously, to uh, to look at the website, follow us on social media, and get a better understanding of what's expected over those three days. But with that. But without further ado, I'm going to now get over to the uh, substantive part of today's interview, which is really talking to Georges about um, the Dirk business. Um, it's a company with US and UAE heritage. So, um, Georges, welcome to the interview. Uh, first of all, if you could just maybe give us a bit of um, background information, really, on Dirk and um, how the business has evolved to date. First of all, thank you for having me on this interview. Um, I launched Dirk in 2016 after um, years of research at MIT, uh, focusing on autonomous and connected vehicle technologies, then working in the industry for a few years. Around 2016, the research uh, was ready to be commercialized. The patents that I filed at MIT were fully issued, and uh, it was the right timing into, from, from a market perspective to, to launch uh, what we are trying to, to build at Dirk. Uh, 2016 uh, launched Dirk uh, from Dubai uh, with two co-founders, Dr. Amr Abu Fadl and Karjan Bart, all uh, passionate about our mission to eliminate road fatalities um, using AI. Two years later, 
um, as you mentioned, we uh, are now in the US and we still maintain our office in, in presence in, the, in Dubai and the UAE. Uh, we have grown our offering. Um, initially, we're focusing on really connected vehicle uh, technologies, uh, leveraging uh, road infrastructures and offboard perceptions. Today, we are still building on this kind of how to support autonomous vehicles and connected vehicles using uh, sensors from the infrastructure. We also have expanded our offering to provide analytics, we call it safety and, and traffic analytics for the municipalities, for the cities and road authorities uh, to help them better manage their uh, road traffic and improve their road safety. We're a team of 23 and we're growing. Um, the US is our biggest market uh, and we can talk more about the, the traction that we're seeing in the, from autonomous and connected vehicle deployments from smart city um, initiatives in the US, but also the UAE and the GCC, broadly speaking, is still a, a market of interest for us and we see growth in the future as well. Okay, fantastic. Well, listen, uh, congratulations on your, your growth to date. I mean, you mentioned you've got a number of partnerships in place with city authorities that, where you're rolling out your technology. I mean, can you um, outline for us what, what do these partnerships look like? Um, how is the technology being implemented and just what value is it bringing to your uh, partners? So when we started in, uh, in Dubai in 2016, uh, the first key partnership was with the Dubai government um, within, with the RTA Smart Dubai office in Dubai Silicon Oasis. And um, that partnership at the, the most senior level was to bring AI technologies that they can offer to the roads to improve road safety. We're looking at not just the next year or two, we're looking at long-term horizon and how can AI brought to the road infrastructure have an impact not only on safety, but also on enabling the future of autonomous transportation. That partnership translated into a number of projects demonstrating through pilots what uh, Dirk's likes technologies can, can do for connected autonomous vehicles for um, also connected trams, as well as for improving pedestrian safety with a number of projects that uh, have been very well received and are now the foundation of larger expansion that we are, are discussing with the authorities. In the US, uh, shortly after uh, the debut in, in Dubai in 2017, we were invited by um, a program called Techstars in Detroit. And that program selects top promising companies to go through a three-month acceleration, as they call it, to really go from a, a young company to a, to a company with a clear um, a business plan and, and strong partners and strong uh, ecosystem uh, that can help it achieve its mission uh, in, a, in a shorter time. Um, and this is where in, in Michigan, uh, in Detroit, as I said, uh, and its Michigan ecosystem partner, we created uh, another uh, partnership with the Michigan Department of Transportation, MDOT. And that project in Detroit uh, uh, was very important to demonstrate Dirk's technology uh, on a key and very challenging location in, uh, on the roads of, um, of Michigan. And that partnership initially as a pilot now grew and now we are uh, launching a, a, an expansion across a long stretch of what we call corridors or a sequence of intersections 
in Michigan um, to deploy commercially for the next few years our technologies. Around the US, we have also a number of uh, uh, deployments. We can talk more in details, but we have deployments in Ohio, in Nevada, um, an upcoming one in, in California, as well as a number of smaller projects in on the East Coast in Florida. Great stuff. Um, and when we talk about self-driving cars, I mean, they're relatively still an emerging technology, um, one which is still to... Um, to branch out into the, to the mainstream. I mean, in terms of self-driving cars becoming a day-to-day -day reality, you know, that level four or level five autonomy that um, the industry is looking for to um, see the technology uh, push out into the mainstream. I mean, what's your sense about how far away we, we are from that and, um, you know, what the impact could be when that actually uh, happens? So in, in terms of uh, autonomy, Level four versus level five, I think it's very important to clarify the, the, the differentiation or the, dif the difference between those two levels. Level four means full autonomy in a constrained environment, in a specific area. So let's say downtown Dubai or downtown Detroit, you define what that area is. You go into an autonomous vehicle or autonomous shuttle and you don't need a steering wheel, the shuttle is operating itself fully autonomously with no human intervention required within that area. If you leave that area, then there's no guarantee and the shuttle might not operate um, fully autonomously. Level five is the same definition, but that operation domain is expanded to everywhere. So level four exists today. Exists today because the definition of where you operate is depends on who's operating, where you're operating, right? And could be the, the, the area that you're defining on operation domain that you're defining could be smaller or larger. Level five, which is the more challenging one, is operating everywhere. And I think level five, we're still many years uh, away from achieving it. And it might not be fully achievable, at least in let's say the next decade, because the that last few, Let's call it few percent or of going from, you know, uh, autonomous plus human support to fully autonomous could be could turn out to be very very challenging. So I think from a to get the benefit of uh, autonomy, we don't need to be really focusing on level five now. We need to be focused on level four, expanding the domain of where we can uh, this level four is being applied, and focusing on the use cases that can benefit from. Autonomy. So whether it is um, robot taxis, whether it is uh, it, for trucking uh, use cases, uh, these use cases will define the domains. And I think this is what, how we should be looking at rather than focusing at level five in absolute terms, which could distract us from really the benefits of why we are we have invested and, and continue to do R&D and trying to commercialize uh, autonomous transportation. Okay, so if we, if we focus on level four, as you've outlined, um, I mean, clearly at the start, you mentioned the, uh, your mission was very much about the, the safety element, eliminating road accidents. Um, I mean, what can we expect from your technology in terms of um, 
the safety measures that it can deliver and uh, how that can facilitate the um, that level four technology being implemented. So as we evolve at Durkin, our offering expanded, our mission in a way also became broader. And what we're trying to do today is powering the future of roads for the safer and more efficient um, transportation for all road users, whether it's pedestrians, cyclists, or autonomous vehicles. What are we doing for autonomous vehicles? Um, we have developed in what we call an off-board perception uh, solution. Off-board perception means uh, perceiving from sensors that are not inside the vehicle or on the vehicle, which is called onboard perceptions. These are the cameras, radars, lidars that are today part of the perception of, of the uh, autonomous vehicles. But using off-board perception sensors that are outside the vehicles that can help their vehicles see beyond what their onboard sensors can see and improve not only safety, also comfort and efficiency of uh, the autonomous transportation. And we are already, it's not just a concept, we have deployed solutions uh, and, and we, with autonomous vehicle uh, companies like Motional in Las Vegas, we have a live pilot, we've announced a few months ago with Motion in Las Vegas, where they operate a large fleet of uh, self-driving vehicles. And also we have a number of uh, pilots with automotive um, companies. They're not public yet, but some of the leading uh, car OEMs demonstrating the benefits of off-board percep perception for connected and autonomous vehicles. So not just autonomous vehicles, but also connected vehicles that will be coming to the roads in the next uh, few years. My final question would be about the Middle East. Obviously, the show is taking place in Dubai. Um, as a region that embraces technologies that um, enable, accelerate the development of future mobility, um, what's your uh, perception of the Middle East as a, um, as a marketplace? Um, and you know, what do you think people can expect for those that have not come to the region before in terms of the... Uh, the places and location to um, embrace technology? Uh, great question. Uh, it, the region has been always a consumer of the latest technologies. And, and recently, we're seeing more uh, development of technologies um, in the GCC with some recent exits and acquisition in the tech space. But we're still obviously, when I look, I'm talking here from a Dubai presence, um, uh, we, I think the adoption is, is more uh, and cons consumption is, is leading compared to development. Uh, Dirk, we're probably an exception with an engineering hub that have a, a presence in Dubai. Um, but it's still very exciting to be in the GCC, have a presence in GCC uh, Dubai. When it comes to infrastructure and transportation, uh, has big plans. 25% um, of transportation uh, target to be autonomous by 2030 was announced um, a couple of years ago. Also um, with uh, cruise, the, the cruise agreement that was done earlier this year to bring thousands of these autonomous vehicles uh, in the next few years uh, to Dubai's roads is another exciting one. As well as the development 
the broader GCC region, uh, Saudi, and the number of smart cities that are being developed uh, there, um, as well as the other events. Uh, like Expo 2020 will bring a lot of attention to, to uh, the new mobility or advanced mobility uh, and advanced traffic management uh, solutions that are now being deployed uh, slowly but surely and hopefully accelerated in the next few years in the GCC region. Um, the autonomous vehicle uh, word is, is, is definitely not limited to GCC, but uh, I think that we're seeing uh, that uh, adoption might be, uh, might be here bigger than other places in the world, uh, starting with Dubai and, and hopefully uh, around the GCC. So it will be a very exciting place to watch closely in the next few years. Great stuff, uh, Georges. Thank you very much. Um, and th thank you for, for that. I mean, I think you've given people a, a, a nice taster of what they can expect to uh, hear about both at the event in general and also in relation to um, Dirk and future mobility in particular. And, um, you know, you, you've touched upon some of the um, some of the issues and some of the players that we're, we're looking to uh, host at Hypermotion and um, we look forward to convening everyone in uh, November of this year. So thank you very much for taking the time to uh, speak with us and uh, look forward to meeting you in person and to our audience hearing more, more about the work that you're doing um, in November when you, when you join us at the event. So thank you very much. Thank you, Andrew. My pleasure and look forward to the event.